I don't want to exclude anyone, right? I, want, I don't want to prevent anyone from giving me money. So I make a very generalized, generic statement. Well, that's that's wrong. Make a statement that is so specific that it ex- excludes people from your offer because the truth is your offer is not for everyone. This is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six and seven figure entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. Picture yourself spending four weeks with other high level entrepreneurs in the northern mountains of Thailand, October 26th to November 24th, 2017. It will be full of masterminds, workshops, advisors, like-minded entrepreneurs, and of course, some fun adventure. Currently, we are offering a special early bird discount of $400 for only 10 people. Once they're filled, they're gone. Don't wait on this one, guys. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to contact us ASAP at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now, on to today's episode. Have you ever been curious about how to make your website convert? Do you have too many options on your landing page? Have you ever used quizzes to generate more traffic? Today, listeners, we have Shane Malah, the founder of Thrive Themes on the show. Thrive Themes is an incredibly powerful platform that has proven results helping entrepreneurs around the world. On the episode today, we chat with Shane about his team in Romania in bootstrapping five businesses before finding success. Shane will share his systematic way to solve problems and work through mistakes. Towards the last half of the show, Shane talks about how Thrive Themes grew into the thriving successful business that it is today, and he also adds some cool tricks to help your site convert. It's a great episode, guys, and without further ado, do let's welcome shane to the show welcome shane to the podcast how are you today i'm good thank you chris thanks for thanks for having me thanks for coming on the show my friend we're really glad to have you and you're reporting from switzerland today yeah 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 visiting the old uh, home country and for the most part are you and your team you guys are remote but you kind of slow travel is that correct that's right yeah well about i don't know about 25 30 percent of our team is remote and uh, personally well i have to say i haven't been traveling as slowly as i'd like to lately i I like to slow travel but lately i've been actually moving around quite a lot and more than i uh more than i enjoy really where have you been lately um so i've been in romania where a lot of uh, our team members are i've been there a lot uh, and i had moved back and forth between romania and switzerland a couple of times for various administrative reasons and then uh, also lately, I've been in Lisbon. Uh, before that, I was in Barcelona. And in between, I was in San Diego and San Francisco for a conference. Yeah, so those are kind of my recent destinations. Where's your favorite place to work? My favorite place to work is, um, that's a good question. Um, right now, I think, so I've been, like I said, I've been in Romania and Cluj, Um uh, quite a lot this year and there's a coffee shop there that is quite a nice coffee shop and one of the things i love about it is that they have a bar where i can either sit or stand to work and that's quite rare i, I really like to work in coffee shops but i also like to have the option of of standing so that i'm not sitting all day and so i really like a nice coffee shop that has a bar where i can stand that makes sense Well, welcome to the show, my friend. We're glad to have you. And we want to talk about Thrive Themes and the amazing business that it is today. But first, we want to get to know you and a little bit about your background. So we'll give you the mic and let you share your story with us. All right. Yeah. Well, the um, 
yeah, the, the the summary of my story is that um, I am I built Thrive Themes as it's not my first business; it's like my fifth business or so. And uh, so I, I had many attempts before that. Some of them successful, some of them not so much. Um, what they all had in common is that they are all bootstrapped. So I, I've uh, built all of my businesses without any kind of outside investment. And really what happens, so I'm also utterly unqualified to uh, to be doing what I'm doing, right? I don't have any kind of credentials mm-hmm. of any sort because um, I dropped out of university. That's that's where my, you know, official um, CV uh, worthy career ended. I dropped out, out of college mostly because I was just really, really tired of um, of being in school. I never liked school. And I only ended up in university because I didn't know what else to do. Uh, and it just became very clear that, well, this wasn't it either. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that kind of also then started me on, on the path of entrepreneurship. So I had a drive to create something myself. I really wanted to, to um, yeah, do something for, kind of self-determined. But I had no idea how to do this. I, and I also didn't really have... Um, you know, I didn't really have. It's not like I come from a family of entrepreneurs or something like that. My my mother um, had her own bookshop for a while, and I think that's I think that's the only example of of something entrepreneurial in our family. So uh, I really was was pretty clueless about this, um, and it showed. Really, my approach was just that it was just extreme trial and error. Uh, my all of my early attempts at starting a business were catastrophically. Uh, ill-informed and <laughs> and went absolutely nowhere and i made i made a lot of mistakes um but yeah after so i think in the in the scope of a few years it kind of paid off uh because all of my uh, all of my learning was hands-on all of my learning was in the real world uh, i think even though that the the learning is quite painful and can be expensive um after a while it pays off uh, and and yeah this whole this whole approach I also managed to refine a, an approach for myself where um, where my trial and erroring became more systematic and it was you know less just flailing about and more uh, systematically kind of setting myself challenges of increasing difficulty entrepreneurially um, and and yeah just basically getting better and better at um, at solving entrepreneurial problems which has really accelerated so it kind of started out like like i said the, in, in the beginning i was just flailing about and it took quite a long time before i made any money at all um and then it, it kind of accelerated quite quickly and i think it's mainly because of what, of what i just mentioned so i went from earning nothing to earning a, a living right just a decent living from my online business to uh, scaling that earning up, um, to partnering up with someone and building a business up to seven figures, and then starting an own company, of, a new business of my own, and scaling that up to what we now have is a team of about 50 people and a business that's running really well. And, and that was quite a rapid acceleration. I think that the, the way that works, the way I managed to do that is that I deliberately took on challenges of uh, or tasks of increasing difficulty um, so I started doing things that are fairly simple I started uh, 
for example, you know, the first products I created were just eBooks, which are very easy to create, and I gave them away for free. So there's a lot of stuff you don't have to deal with, right? So that's something you can do quickly. And later on, for example, I made a membership style, you know, um, extensive online course with video and, and downloadable material and so on. And I'm, I'm, I mean this as an example of if you try to start with the extensive uh, membership style course with video content and so on and so forth, there's, there's a lot of problems. There's just a lot of additional problems you have to deal with, right? Apart from just making your content and somehow getting it out there, you have to deal with like payment processing, membership access, all this kind of stuff. And so what really helped me is that I, I did simpler things first. So I start with a free ebook and then a simpler information product that I sell, then a more complex information product that I sell, then software business and so on. I'd like to know a little bit more, and maybe you can share some more detailed examples. You mentioned that you created a systematic way to solve your problems or to kind of work through your mistakes. And yeah. I, I like that idea. And I'm curious if you could share more about that. Yeah. So, um, an important thing is, well, just what I just mentioned is an important thing, right? So rather than kind of just going, well, I have this business idea and kind of just jumping in to, to be more deliberate about how I choose my next challenge, right? That's a very important uh, change that, that led to um, to me making some kind of progress instead of just flailing about. Another part of it is to actually treat what you do as an experiment, um, I th and I think that's a, that's a huge difference in the way I started thinking about what I was doing compared to what a lot of what I see a lot of entrepreneurs do. So, a lot of entrepreneurs, when you ask them about um, what they're doing, what their business idea is, they have this one idea, and they're basically married to this idea, right? They have this one idea, where this is the business I want to do, it, and I want to make it. You know, this has to be a huge success. My goal is to, to do this one thing. So it's like they have this one big thing and it's kind of a make it or break it. Like it has to work, right? It has to work. This one thing has to work. Um, and it does, you tend to be rigid in your thinking. If you're, if you're pursuing this one thing, you tend to be rigid in your thinking. You want to make that one thing happen. Um, so instead, what I recommend to do is that you, is that you treat what you do more as an experiment. So you say, okay, I have a business idea and this is this is one of the possibilities, right? I, I want to design an experiment to find out whether this is going to work. And on the one hand, uh, especially if you're if you're starting up and if you're like a solopreneur, on the one hand, you of course want to validate your business. This is something everybody talks about, right? This is probably not news to people listening to this podcast. The idea that you should validate your business before you invest a lot of resource, right? You should find out do people actually want this? Are people willing to pay for this? Can I reach the people? Uh, can I make this profitable? This kind of business validation that's important. But you also have to, let's say, validate the challenge. So you have to validate: Am I capable of doing this? Right? Because it takes skill. It takes skill. And being an entrepreneur is an incredibly complex, um, you, you require an incredibly complex skill set. Uh, this is, you know, that's actually one of the things that makes it difficult. If you think about, you know, if your goal is to be the world's best piano player, then surely um, there are, there's a lot of competition there. It's difficult to accomplish that. But you know exactly what you need to do. You need to play the piano, 
right? You need to practice right. playing the piano. If you want to be the world's best entrepreneur, where the heck do you even start? <laughs> that is so many different things, and that can mean so many different things in so many different contexts. So this is a difficult skill. That's a difficult skill to even define. And so you have to assess your business idea in in that light as well. Is this a challenge that I can, you know, can I take this on? Um, and that's where, again, this idea comes from, you know, can I, can I build, uh, you know, a, a software as a service, business to business, enterprise level thing? No, probably not. That's so, there's so many complications there that I've never had to deal with. I can't do that. Can I write and sell a book? Yeah, I can do that. That's a challenge I can take on. And so that's an assessment that I think a lot of people aren't doing. And, and also, again, like treating it as, as a, uh, as a as an experiment where would you say okay well i guess i can do this and I, i'll do something a bit more difficult than than whatever the most difficult thing is i've done so far and find out whether i'm capable of doing this and find out what the new challenges are that i have to that i have to take on very well put my friend are you enjoying today's episode i hope so we're working hard to pick the minds of higher level entrepreneurs to bring you some applicable tactics for your business october 26th through november 24th we will have our most impactful event ever four weeks in the northern mountains of thailand with other successful entrepreneurs that have six and seven figures in annual revenue in their businesses the experience includes private accommodations workshops masterminds advisors high-speed wi-fi at a beautiful resort complex and for our listeners we have a special $400 early bird discount for only 10 people. Once they're filled, they're gone. So if you're ready to seriously take your business to the next level, contact us at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now back to the show. Let's uh, chat Thrive Themes. Tell the listeners more about Thrive Themes, what you guys have going on over there. And we'd just like to hear in detail about the business. Right. So we started Thrive Themes uh, about three and a half years ago. And as many products, it kind of arose out of a need we had ourselves. So at a time, I was uh, building products quite often. So I, I would create a new product of some kind, so an information product or a software product or something, and launch that as a separate, almost like a separate business. So I'd build a website for that product. I'd make the sales pages and sales videos and landing pages and so on for that product. Um, and... Every time I did this, I would set up a new website, I'd install WordPress, and I'd try to find a theme and a bunch of plugins that would let me build, you know, kind of a conversion-focused sales website. And that always left me very frustrated. So I, I always ended up trying, like, on average, probably like five different themes uh, for every website I built. And I always ended had to end up doing a lot of like customization. So writing, you know, in my very, very amateurish way, writing some CSS code to, you know, hide certain elements or, or just do stuff to make this thing, uh, to make this thing uh, build a kind of sales-focused website. Like most themes were just loaded down with a bunch of features that I didn't want, right? Right. Um, and so it was very frustrating. And... Uh, and especially so it, with WordPress at the time, like building a sales page in WordPress was an absolute pain uh, because the, the WordPress editor is just not made for that. It's made for like writing blog posts and maybe adding an image or two inside, right? But if as soon as you want to have like a, a more complex layout, maybe with some column layouts and some, you know, visual elements and stuff, absolute pain in the ass to do that with WordPress. Mm -hmm. And so, so we thought, well, 
this is probably maybe we're not the only ones having this problem. We surveyed our list and we did some research and we indeed found that a lot of people were having this problem. Um, and there were some solutions out there, but none of them were really good. So that was what we wanted to take on. So that's why we started Thrive Themes. The idea was to bring um, a set of tools to WordPress that are made for people who want to build a conversion-focused website. Uh, because it seems that most tools for WordPress are made for design, right? Fancy design elements. Like the new themes, it's always about, oh, now we have, you know, a 3D effect slider with even more layers and we have parallax scrolling, blah, blah, <laughs> blah, whatever, right? Like, this is fine. This is all nice, fancy web tech, but it's not going to help you sell a product. And so... Um, we saw a need there, right? We say, okay, we have there's thousands of themes and stuff for people who want to show off design stuff on their websites. But for people who want to sell stuff on their websites or just use their websites for an actual business purpose, there's nothing really that serves them. And that was the, the original idea for Thrive Themes. So we created the Thrive Content Builder, which is a, a visual content editor, which basically takes all this pain away from building a sales page right you instead of you know messing around with short codes and stuff or with i mean there's a lot of builders now but most of them are like you know slow and cluttered and pretty annoying so instead of all that you, you kind of just have a very direct way of building your sales page in a visual way and it is truly what you see is what you get so there's virtually no difference between the page that you're editing and what the page actually looks like, right? There's no boxes around everything. There's no distortions. There's no difference there. So you really see what you're building. That was, and, and that was like the, the biggest pain point was kind of solved with that, right? You can finally build landing pages and sales pages without tearing your hair out. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and we built, we built some themes and then we built further plugins for lead generation and, and many other things, many other like conversion and marketing focused things. And, and so over time, Thrive Themes has evolved quite a lot. What has stayed the same is that we always have this marketing focus, right? We always look at how can we produce something that is super valuable for marketers. So as an example, we, we just recently released a quiz plugin called Thrive Quiz Builder, which um, makes quizzes, which is something that's super engaging, right? You put a quiz on a page. It's incredibly, it's incredible to see how many people will engage with a quiz, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll start going through a quiz and then you can use that engagement to convert them. So once they've finished the quiz, you can show them some kind of a personalized recommendation or you can ask them to opt in or something like that. So again, we, we don't build a quiz builder just so you have a quiz on the site. We build a quiz builder that's made with a marketing purpose in mind. Um, and we have a whole, a whole set of tools like this now. And what we're currently working on is, um, a totally new content builder that's our oldest product and we're, we're working on a total revamp of that and and also on a set of new themes so uh, basically thrive Thieves has continued to evolve over time and this year again we're we're going to go through some some big changes to kind of you know keep up with the changing demands in the marketplace and to keep up with um, the changing demands of our users as well, which we try to stay very closely in tune to what our users actually want and, and keep building that. Shane, I'm curious, what are some of those quizzes that you guys have found to work and convert? Well, we have, so as an example, we did a, we did a case study um, that we published on the blog recently where we thought what would happen if we create a quiz and 
uh, we just have people a- answer some simple questions. It was kind of a Valentine's Day themed quiz where uh, the idea was, you know, answer some questions that will tell you the perfect gift for your partner. Mm-hmm. And um, so you answer some questions and then you um, you get a recommendation for some products and we link to Amazon uh, based on the answers you gave, right? And what we found is uh, that on cold traffic, we get a, we ended up getting a 39% click-through rate on our product recommendations. Wow. So that's that's an example, right, of how because the so what we typically see is that you'll you'll often find something like eighty percent of people who load a page with a quiz on it will start going through that quiz, which is incredible, right? That's compared to any other kind of engagement, you know, maybe like one percent of people will leave a comment, for example, right? Uh, but eighty percent will engage with a quiz, and then you can translate that quiz into, in this case, into clicks um, on affiliate links. Uh, or you you can do email segmentation, which is um, probably going to be our next case study. You know how to instead of just showing an opt-in form and getting people to opt in, how to get them to answer a bunch of questions and then um, get them to opt into something that's more relevant to them. And also at the same time, you're segmenting your list so you can send more targeted messages in the future. Shane, what are some specific things that you guys have or you guys add on Drive Themes websites that are very valuable and important for conversion as opposed just to the typical WordPress or a typical site that's built for design? You know, we do one thing we do is we do website reviews. So on a regular basis we will look at websites that that our users submit and critique those websites. So I've done many of these. I've seen many, many websites. Um, and I can tell you that in most cases, in, in well over 90% of cases, it's not about what you add. It's about what you remove. Okay. Mm-hmm. What most websites suffer from are, are two things. The first thing is there's just too much stuff going on, right? You, you load a website and there's, there's, 15 links in the main navigation and there's social share buttons in the top right corners floating social share buttons on the side there's a pop-up there's a slide in there's another thing that you know a push notification there's a, a feedback chat widget and it's just it's too <laughs> much it's way too much right yeah. you're overwhelming your visitor with with choice and this is this is very important right this is this leads to uh, information overwhelm where, um, and this is pretty well studied, where basically the more choices you give someone, the less likely they are to make any choice at all. Right? Right. So you give someone three choices that make sense to them, they're very likely to make a choice. You give someone 15 choices and they're likely to just walk away, right? Because yeah. they just go, well, I don't, I don't even want to figure out which of these 15 I should choose, right? They're just going to walk away. So this is one of the two most common problems I see on websites. And the second thing is that there's just not a clear statement of what this website is doing and who it's for. So that that's one of the, that's another thing that's very common, like on the homepage, um, what's often lacking is just a clear message of what is the benefit and who is it for, right? Like, what's this website do? What do you offer? Is it, you know, do you offer a service? Do you, are you selling a product? Um, and who and who are you talking to? So, to you know, typically what happens is either that 
your value statement is much too verbose. So there's just too many words on the page. And most people are not going to read, you know, a five line headline, for example, they're going to read a two line headline. Um, or the, the, the statement is too vague, right? So something like, um, you know, uh, consultation for success, uh, something, you know, consultation systems for advanced success metrics is okay. Those are all like positive sounding words, but what exactly do you do? And who is this for? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's quite often uh, the case. So those are the two things that I would say, you know, if you want to make your site more conversion focused, those are two two first things to look at, right? So on your homepage, does, is there a very clear statement that says, what you offer and, and whom it's for. And it has to be to the exclusion to some people because that's the, that's the mistake we make. We, we think, well, I don't want to exclude anyone, right? I, want, I don't want to prevent anyone from giving me money. So I make a very generalized generic statement. Well, that's, that's wrong. Make a statement that is so specific that it ex excludes people from your offer because the truth is your offer is not for everyone. And only if it's so, if your statement is exclusive, you know, specific enough that it excludes people will it be specific enough to appeal to the right people so that's the first thing the second thing is look at how many things you're asking people to do okay every link to click and every social media button every call to action every pop-up every slide in everything that appears on the screen and asks the the, the visitor to do something, you're asking them to make a decision between those things and reduce them to the absolute necessary minimum. Okay, so to give an example, if you have social media sharing buttons showing on your homepage in some, you know, distracting way, so uh, a typical thing would be that, you know, the, they appear on the side and they kind of um, float as you scroll down, right? They stay mm -hmm. visible. That is something that, that, um, demands quite a lot of attention and your homepage is probably not very socially shared. It's probably not the kind of thing, you know, people share an interesting news story, right? Right. People don't share the homepage of a service business website. <laughs> True. And if they want to share it, they'll probably manage even if you don't uh, put a button in their face. Yeah. So just get rid of it. Just get rid of it and let your homepage do something more important, like get them to sign up to your newsletter get them to sign up for you know to schedule a call with you get them to buy your product whatever it is that that actually matters for your business shane do you have any examples or case studies of businesses that use thrive themes that do a really good job at creating their homepage very simply like you explained it that is a really good question and no we don't we that's but that's something that uh, um, actually recently we saw a suggestion from one of our users as well that we should have a, a showcase page um, because, yeah, as I said, what we do very often is that we kind of critique other websites and say, this is, you know, here's what you should do to improve. But mm -hmm. what we actually haven't done a great job of is like showing this is good. And here are examples of how it's done. Um, so right now, no, but I agree that that's something we should have and we will probably create in the near future. Very cool. Well, I'm a fan of Thrive Themes. I like your guys' style quite a bit. Is there anything else, Shane, that you would like to tell the listeners before we wrap things up for the day? Um, yeah, I think I think I also don't want to, you know, I don't want to overwhelm listeners with with things to do or options either. Um, I think that you know the two things that I said uh, are practical, and I hope that um, 
if you're listening to this, I hope that you can see the value of basically going to your website and evaluating it for these two things and you can make changes. And like I said, trust me, you know, less is almost always more, right? You, your website will do better if it's more focused and there's less stuff on it. I don't want to say much uh, like Obviously, I could talk about this all day, but I don't want to do that because then again, if I just tell you 15 things to do, you're most likely to just do nothing. <laughs> um, so what I'd say instead is like what, what you can do is if you go to thrivethemes.com, um, you'll see that in our navigation menu where there are not 15 items, only about three or four, you can click on blog. And on our blog, we post a lot of um this kind of stuff. So uh, website reviews and case studies uh, of stuff we try out. So that's one, uh, one of the jobs of our marketing team is just to always try stuff out and then report what happened. Um, and we post a lot of, you know, we post things like uh, news and updates about our products, but we also post a lot of this kind of information. So if you're wanting to learn more about how do I make my website more effective, there is a lot of stuff you can get just totally as free content. Um, on the Thrive Themes blog, and you can, and you know, if you like our kind of stuff, you can also sign up for our Thrive University, where you can get courses on this kind of thing. So you can get courses on how to optimize your homepage and how to do various like website and conversion optimization stuff, which is also free. So if you want to learn more about that, go to thrivethemes.com and that's that's your jump off point for everything else. Yeah, and I'm actually looking at your blog right now and see some some articles that are really eye-catching and things that I would absolutely I think I'm going to read a couple of these. So check that out, you guys, check out the blog. Shane, we want to give a huge thank you for coming on the show, my friend. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your story and your tips and tricks and strategies with us. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure, Chris. I, I hope this was useful for everyone listening. I think it was. And listeners, we're going to sign off there for today. Thank you guys very much for joining us once again. And we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six and seven figure entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day to day you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for attendees, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year, our main event will be held in Chiang Mai, Thailand. It is four weeks from October 26th to November 24th and held for six and seven figure entrepreneurs only. It will be full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, co-working, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. This event will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested and have some questions, be sure to contact us through theentrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact. We will respond as soon as possible. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.